assistance through Virginia's community colleges is your pathway to a new future. Get a skill. Get a job. Get ahead. You can learn more at virginiag3.com. Ten years and still going strong. Everybody's a suspect! You're listening to Rabbit and Red. Robert Shaw was a tough motherfucker. Right. They don't make that anyway. He wanted to punch Richard Dreyfuss on the set he couldn't stand because he's a pussy. Fuck you. God damn you. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. And I know that you like Jason Takes Manhattan, but my question to you is why? Okay, hey, pal. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna tell me Halloween. You know what makes me mad about you, Mike? I'm gonna What's tell that? you one night. Yeah. You know what makes me mad? The Halloween Six. Halloween Effing yeah. Six is your favorite movie. It but certainly you think is. Jason Part Eight. But you think Jason Part Eight sucks? Yeah. Are you joking? Jason belongs in hell. I'm gonna see he gets there. We have such sights to show you. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. And welcome back to Rabbit and Red Radio. You're saying people weren't clicking on and listening to my show to hear me talk? They just wanted to hear them? What fucking assholes, man? I know. And I'm, gui- <laughs> I'm guilty of that, too, because I'll click on it and I'll be like, Ooh, that fucking Ted Rigby's on this show. The blackest eyes. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. The devil's eyes. This is a huge honor for me. Uh-oh, too much pressure. <laughs> I'm gonna disappoint you now. I've been blown up! Take me to the hospital! Take me to the hospital, I'm sick! You show sure that shit is what we can do. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. And now, here's your hosts, Michael J. and Cody Robinson. Alright, and we are back yet again, Cody. After. Whew. Technical difficulties aplenty. Hang on one moment, Mike. I've got to yell at one of my 11 illegitimate kids and tell him to go to bed. Hey, you little fucker, go to bed! (laughs) Okay, I'm good. (laughs) Even I do a better impersonation of me than Cripple Cody. Cough it up, Uncle Fester. Oh, God. Oh, where's the light bulb when I need one? Oh. <laughs> probably in your ass. Yeah, you're probably right. Oh, God, that was a good one. Um, Yeah, well, uh, Crippled Cody will be joining us a little later this evening. Um, I look so forward to that. Hopefully he remembers I, I have the call. I so wanted to chit-chat with him for some time now. Yes, I, I'm. I'm actually surprised he was able to fit us into his very busy schedule. But um, I mean, we couldn't get him earlier this evening because he watches wrestling on Tuesday nights. So, um, although I haven't watched wrestling since the '80s, so I don't know. Uh, what what, what wrestling's on Tuesday night? Don't didn't, didn't that used to be like just a Monday and Thursday thing? Yeah, but there's all these different types of of all elite wrestling or some shit oh yeah the new aew i haven't watched any of it 
Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Sucks. I don't have high hopes. I got so burnt out on it, man. In the last ten years, I mean, I, it's hard to compare to the '90s Attitude Era. You know, the the Monday Night Wars. I mean, I feel like wrestling peaked then. Right. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, it did. Definitely, it did. And as we're talking here, I'm trying to. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to. Um, find the songs that I downloaded from YouTube for the break. Um, and of course, if my mom has to go to the bathroom, I downloaded the full version of Inagata De Vida to play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I figured that that would... Um, that, that should would... do it. That should cover it, Mike. Yeah, that's that. That's what <laughs> I think. So, if you hear my... You know what I mean, Mike? <laughs> Mike, Mike, you know what I mean? That's covered, Mike, you know what I mean? Gosh darn, Mike. <laughs> Woo, doggy, you're hawking up a lung there, Mike. You okay there, Mike? Mike? Mike, you okay? Oh, 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 oh. You know, I really wish that I could get the tr- the uh, Twitch stream working for this week. Um, unfortunately, I did not, so. Um, uh, I mean, I did get Twitch working, but I did not figure out how to incorporate a Skype call into Twitch. So, there's our problem at this point. That and dealing with the insane uh, cerebral palsy woman uh, not Chewbacca the second coming of the crazed cerebral palsy woman I mean she's really crazy I hate to say it but she is and the thing is like she only wants a boyfriend that has cerebral palsy and she's already said that I look ugly and that she's well you know what they say Mike there's there's plenty of fish in the pond. Yeah, well, you, you just got to stop fishing from the uh, pond in front of uh, the nuclear power plant that Homer Simpson works at. Well, I don't... And see, that's the thing. <coughs> <coughs> this new psychotic cerebral palsy woman that contacts me, like I said on the last Tales from the Crips, um, she will send me a text message on my phone and then if she doesn't hear from me within two or three minutes, she'll send me a Facebook message. And then if we're talking, like if we're in the middle of a conversation, and I think like she feels like the conversation is going in a different direction than she wants, she'll jump from Facebook messaging back to text messaging and just like start out with hi or hello or hey right in the middle of a previous conversation. So it's like she restarts it. You know? Well, there's nothing wrong with a chick with multiple personalities. I mean, you just gotta try to pick which personality you like better. <coughs> Give that um, one the most attention. Yeah, um, I don't think I like any of them. Um, what the hell was it? She, um... Well, uh, see, therein is the problem, Mike. Yeah. Mike? You know what I mean, Mike? <laughs> 
Stay with me, Mike. Mike, are you okay, Mike? God damn it, kids, go to bed. But puke. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna vomit. Vomit. <sighs> I can taste blood in my throat. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what that means. I feel accomplished now. <clears throat> Is my camera on, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, I remember a comment about you blinding me with your dome. Oh, yeah, right, right. I look even more ridiculous. <laughs> I look even more ridiculous, I'm sure. Oh, my God. No, you really need to grow a mohawk, Mike. You know what I mean, Mike? Grow a mohawk, Mike. You really need a mohawk there, Mike. Mike? Are you listening to me, Mike? You need a mohawk. Woo, doggy! <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna piss my pants. <laughs> well, then I truly would feel accomplished. Oh, 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 I gotta breathe. Oh, I gotta breathe. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, but uh, this this chick says she has a mild form of CP. Okay. Here's what I know. Because she says she hates looking at it. So I'm like, well, I don't really understand how she can look at it. But she sent me a picture. Right? And her arm is like fucked up. I mean, it's not like crippled Cody's arm is fucked up. It's like fucked up. Like literally fucked up. It looks like she's like Popeye. Like, she's ready to take spinach and just, you know, knock me to hell. <clears throat> like, she could get an anchor tattoo on her forearm. It's, it's, it's just weird. It's very weird. And why would she care if I'm talking to somebody else if she doesn't want me as a boyfriend? Get what I'm saying? Um... No. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Mike. That that seems that seems like a mighty high pollutant case of the crazies right there. <clears throat> Woo, doggy. <laughs> I should send you a picture through Skype, then you can see what she looks like. Please don't. Please she don't. says she's 36, but Cody agrees that she's probably older. Not this, Cody. Uh. <laughs> you know, and I've been thinking about this, you know, how we should di differentiate, since you're doing a podcast with two Codys. Oh my god. My, I, my uh, how we could differentiate between the two Cody's. You know, yes. obviously you call the other Cody Crippled Cody. 
Yeah. Did you, oh, did you would, hear? I came up with a nickname for. I I, I said I was going to call you. Uh, or I didn't say I was going to call you this, but I call him Cripple Cody, and I called you Normal Cody. Normal. And no, Cripple. see, I I I can't go with a normal Cody no. thing. I mean, uh, anybody that knows me knows that I do not fit in anything resembling a normal mold. Right. Uh, but that being said, I mean, I mean, I, I've got an abnormal heart. I've had a couple heart surgeries. Uh, oh, just to get a little personal there. Um, I'm colorblind. Uh, I'm flat-footed. Oh boy. I'm deaf in one ear. No, you're not. So, Are you really? Yeah, I am. I'm deaf in my right ear. Uh, oh, wow. That being said, maybe we could call me less crippled, Cody. Crippled and less crippled. I could. Or go with that. then again, hey, if you've listened to both of our podcast, yes, I might be the more crippled, Cody. I don't know. You, uh, you be the judge, listeners. You be the judge. Well, we we should um we should put a full uh, a full a poll on the uh, on the group page or some of the one of the who's more crippled? Yes, yes. <clears throat> The more crippled Cody of the two. I, you know, but nobody will respond wait, because wait, nobody who, interacts what, anyway. What do we, what do, what do me or other crippled Cody get if we win? Um, oh shit, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> a bunch of Blu-rays you're never going to send us? Yeah, that, that, that could happen. That's great. That's a great <laughs> prize. I'm, <laughs> uh, uh, um, 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 I'm getting there. Um, I am really getting there. I have, uh, uh, oh, oh yeah, because, uh, John gave me permission, uh, to finish the, um, Friday 2 uncut version before I, uh, do the editing work on the movie Misfits episodes because he's behind on editing them himself, so he's, uh, you know. So do they have new episodes coming out soon? I hope. <laughs> uh, they recorded, um... But I believe I am the new editor of the show. At least for the first two Friday the 13th episodes that they're releasing, I'm doing those. And you know I don't like editing very much at all. No. Which is why we're doing a live show. So no editing is, uh, you know, required. Um... Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. I want to do this because um, we do have a guest coming on. I was going to take a break before that, but maybe we could... Um... Shoot. Ah, oh, man, I gave myself a headache. Shoot ourselves? You know, I, I, well. <clears throat> I thought about it while we were recording, honestly. I mean, many times. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's that, that, that could happen. Especially that last episode. Where we ran for three hours and <clears throat> really all you heard was me. I was like, "Are you serious?" Like, really? <clears throat> I had to clear my throat. I'm not doing it off mic because <clears throat> I <clears throat> my <clears throat> it's <clears throat> oh my god, so much fucking phlegm in there. Oh, my head is pounding. I think I coughed so hard I fucking blew a blood vessel somewhere. You know, I I have got over the. I had a sinus cold that lasted like two weeks. I was freaking miserable. Me and the old lady. It, it was uh, horrible, horrible. I, I'm just now finally getting over it. 
Yeah, I don't... That that just sounds very... Um, shit, I, I wouldn't be able to deal with it, I don't think, to be honest with you. Well, especially when we got 11 <clears throat> kids, Mike. You know what I mean, Mike? All them 11 kids all running around screaming, yelling, raising all kinds of tarnation. <laughs> Goddamn kids. <clears throat> oh, I cannot wait till he calls. Oh my god, I can't wait. Oh, that's gonna be my favorite. Um, let's see. Oh, here it is. Okay. Let me move this one here. Okay. Is that gonna be yes? Um, shoot. Hey, I wonder if you could add somebody to the Skype. If you could add somebody to Skype. Um, shoot. Um,. All right, you know what? We're just gonna. I'm gonna intro Rob to the. Or yeah, I'm gonna intro to this song, and then we'll just bring him on. We're not gonna take a break right now. Okay, sounds good. All right. Hey, hey. I don't think I hear you guys. Mike, I don't hear the song. Okay, I I hear you now. Well, Mike was trying to play a uh, song and then introduce you on the next segment but uh here we are <laughs> hold on wait can i get it hold on let me see if i can get it hold on why the fuck are you not playing i downloaded you fucker hmm <laughs> the fuck is this thing stupid thing i fucking hold on are you gonna play here hold on let me see if i can get it to play this way so I interrupted the I interrupted the vibe then. Two years What is a banana laser? I don't even know what that is. Lasers unite! It's the Cosmic Creep And I'm here to drop a nap that will make you weep You know since last year a lot has changed Things may be different but they still are strange For instance Mahoney isn't quite as deranged As the Facebook dictator we let hate the sage A big misunderstanding is what it turned out to be And now I think that we can all agree Mahoney is actually a pretty cool G Mahoney is ma 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 homie ma 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 homie is ma 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 homie ma 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 homie is ma 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 homie ma 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 homie is ma 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 homie Mahoney gang really was our fate It brought us together never separate Boneheads and lasers are stronger than ever. Mahoney's joined the club and now he's here forever. Ma ma Mahoney is ma ma Mahoney. 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 Ki 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 ma ma Mahoney motherfuckers. Cosmic creepers out. 
banana lace wins every time. There we go. Now it does what I want it to do. Thank God for that. Really. <clears throat> well, we're about a month late, but yes. uh, happy Mahoneygate, everyone. Uh, Mahoneygate anniversary, that is. Seven years. Seven years. Nice. Wow. Seven years. Yeah. Can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, which we tried, uh, attempted to record the show here a couple weeks ago, and uh, uh, Mike fucked us. Uh, yeah. Put it simply. For lack of a better term, yes, I did. It's my fault. No, 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 that's Mike. the technical term for it. Mike fucked us. Yes. He did. Okay. I did. <laughs> I did. And well now we're we're fixed. I'm seeing we all have we all have levels. And um the Mahoney song was picked up, so the, yeah, that got to be added on this episode, so you know. Yes. We'll do it better this time. Yes. And by better I yeah. don't mean good, but we'll, <laughs> we'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, my throat. So who who the hell is this Mahoney guy, anyways? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand about Mahoney Gates. What Somebody is a Mahoney it. anyway? What is a Mahoney? Um, not many experts know. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm sure, like, probably none of our two listeners know. Well, I mean, that's... maybe Johnny Gore. I think Johnny Gore listens. To some of our shows, maybe. It's possible. <clears throat> he he listens to Tales from the Crypt, I know, which is the Who number one the show on <clears throat> Rabbit and Red. Well, technically it was only it was the number one show for I guess um the first week. Um, but still, the one with the most downloads at this point is the uh, crowdfunding takes a dirt nap episode. Oh, I'm kind of disappointed there because I mean I don't even listen to our shows, but I listen to the tales from the crypts. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't <laughs> listen to either of them to be honest with you, but that's because I'm there. So, you know, there's that. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> you're for you're forced to listen to them. Right. Well, and personally, I find uh, the other Cody much more entertaining. <laughs> I mean, you know, he is a he is a fascinating little bugger. That one. The, the other Mike, though, I mean, he's still bland as fuck. I agree. I don't like him either. He's a nightmare. <laughs> he really is. He needs um. He needs his ass kicked. I'll tell you that much. He does. So, so, seven years of Mahoneygate. Speaking of which, I mean, no, like I said, not many, many of our listeners probably know what Mahoneygate is. Rob, why don't you, uh, or should I say Father Mahoney, why don't you fill in our listeners as to what the spectacle that is Mahoneygate was? Uh, okay, so, seven years. Uh, about a little over seven Years and couple months, I was or wearing a group. Yeah, or, yeah. 
I was running a group called Camp Crystal Lake Alumni. And, um, you know, I had, like, all these rules, and a lot of people kind of, like, thought it was a little too much. Well, I had a, a, someone join. Uh, his name is Alex Edwards. Everybody in the podcast world knows who he is. And uh, he posted something, you know, with Mark from Friday the 13th Part 2 with, uh, you know, the guy who was handicapped and, he said something on the idea of uh, what, what's the uh, line he says. Uh, he says, um, "Film." Um, uh, it was a picture of Mark and saying uh, his line yeah. from uh, the film, saying, uh, "I'm not going to be in this wheelchair forever," you know. And uh, and then it has a picture of Sackhead Jason saying, uh, "Well, Mark, unless you're planning on walking in the next 15 minutes, I got bad news for you." Yeah. Something to that extent. I I might be misquoting it. It's it's been a while. Like I well, said, yeah, we'll, we'll just a month ago. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just say we're paraphrasing it there. Um, so I had a moderator. Well, like I said, one of my rules was about um, trashing alumni and the characters. And yeah, a lot of people thought the the bashing the characters was a little too much because obviously they're not they're fictional people. Um. Linda, I had a moderator named Linda who, you know, kind of like set like a little warning to Alex. And my rule was we always like just reached out to the people and said, hey, uh, blah, 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 could you change it or could you, you know, whatever it may be. Well, Linda jumped the gun and decided to ban Alex right away without letting him even like, you know, uh, uh, come back and say, like, explain why he uh, put that on. Good decision. Well, I guess, yeah, Alex, um, I guess he didn't find out till the, the day after, from what I understand. And, of course, all these people are like, yo, uh, you, you, were, you were reprimanded on the group and blah, blah, blah. And of course, you know, being friends, a lot of Alex's friends came to his defense. And that's, that's pretty much the beginning of how Mahoney Gate started is the fact that like, I didn't even know what was going on until the morning. And then I wake up to all these messages saying, like, why would you ban him and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, it's going to go on me because I'm the owner of the group. So, And I totally understood that. But without, like, even giving me a chance to explain what, like, because we have a chat group. And I was trying to find out, like, who the hell banned somebody so, so quickly. And by the time I realized that, you know, People are joining just to bash me and to bash the group. And then there was podcasts that were coming out about, you know, starting on Banana Laser and all those guys. And I, I was talking to all those guys through the whole thing, trying to explain my side. And, uh, you know, in the beginning, I guess I, I could see how they were still, you know, pissed off. And I think even Skeleton Crew jumped on the, um, the Mahoney Gate bandwagon for a while. And, um, well, it, it, go ahead. I was going to say, before we go any further, why don't we go into a, a little bit more into the history of both of, uh, those podcasts so everyone can kind of get a feel for, uh, for the whole situation from both sides. Okay. So, um, with the banana laser, it was obviously it was Dave, um, Alex and, uh, Michael, Matt Wazell. And uh, they that started was about yeah. What's the hell? What's the hell? I wish I had that drop, but I don't. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. So they started talking about um, 
the side with the whole rules thing and what happened and you know it's it it's snowball to the effect where I think even like I think even at some point they kind of thought they went maybe went, went a little too far because I know I've I've talked to Alex many times oh sure yeah to, and I talked to Dave many times and Dave's like you know it was it was originally started as a joke you know like you know they really did, didn't ever mean any harm but I I on my end it always it was like wow like these guys don't even know me and I'm like but like through the years I told like I said I've I've always I've we become like really good friends especially me and Dave like I kept telling Dave many times I was like I listen to your show all the time and you don't know how much me and you actually have in common <laughs> We have we love we have the same love for a lot of the movies and uh, the the episodes. Oh, just, really, just, both of you are just terribly kind-hearted people. Uh, yeah, and go ahead. But, but I was gonna say uh, the uh, both the shows. Uh, I mean, they they were very popular. Banana Laser and Skeleton Crew were very popular on the Horror Filia Network, which sadly is no longer yeah. around. Uh, I know, huh? It's crazy. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it just shows how the whole social media thing can get blown out of proportion, which we've all seen the dark side of that in the last couple of years. Uh, well, what's funny is they uh, they started uh, actually they did a show where they um, they wanted me to do like a review on Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, and they introduced like. You would never believe who we have as a guest on the show, and it ended up being me. And I did like this, like short little, maybe two, three minute thing on my review: the the goods, the bads of Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, which me and Alex uh, share a passion for. I'm I'm uh, the second biggest Friday the Thirteenth Two fan. Uh, so, because I've seen his collection, it's crazy. Uh, but. Um, yeah, when when the skeleton crew came on, you know, I I was talking to those guys too, like and and, and of course her uh, Jamie Jenkins. Well, now it's Jamie Sammons, uh, but um, she should have stuck were, with it, Jenkins. It's it just it's got more of a pop to it. Yeah, but I mean, in in the end, it's it it actually turned out to be a great thing because the the name Father Mahoney was derived from the segments on Banana Laser. And so seven years later, here I am. Father Mahoney is still around, but now, not just like the song said, it was just a big misunderstanding what it turned oh, yeah. out to be. And you've uh, you've outlived, uh, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, that sounded terrible, but, but unfortunately, <laughs> you know, uh, Banana Laser and Skeleton Crew, the Horophilia Network, are not around anymore. Which yeah. uh, is sad, because it was a great community of people, and like you said, you know, once... The whole, which, which, that whole conflict uh, kind of really brought that group of uh, people on social media together. Uh, yeah. Brought a huge group of people, not from both sides of it. And, uh, I mean, it ended up being a really good thing, uh, a very positive experience for everybody in the, in, in the end. And, and it is sad that Horophilia and, those podcasts aren't around anymore. And how ironic! Seven years later, I'm the one that has the podcast now. The irony. Well, yeah, we wish everybody was still podcasting. 
Yeah, true. I mean, I keep I keep reaching out to Dave saying, like, come on, you guys got one more episode and you <laughs> But who who knows? I mean never I always say never say never. This is true. You know, but uh from what I understand, uh the wizard was ill. He stays uh very busy now. He runs a uh uh five-star restaurant in uh, Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Uh, I feel bad because I don't remember the name, but uh, uh, I'm just in about an hour and a half away. I do plan on visiting it eventually, uh, and I'm going to be pissed off if there are not bananas on the menu. Yes, that, there has to be some kind of banana, banana bread, something. something. Or, have, lasers, or lasers on the menu. One of the two. Yeah. So wait, he runs what that is restaurant that? or he owns it? He owns it, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, Matt. Uh, Matt lived in uh, St. Louis. He was uh, the head cook at the uh, the Hilton uh, by Bush Stadium, and uh, and then he uh, moved uh, to Cape Girardeau, uh, which is uh, well, in, basically in between where I live uh, and uh, St. Louis, Missouri, and uh, opened up his own restaurant. And uh, as far as I know, is still doing. Quite well. I haven't heard from him since the pandemic started, but uh, you know he's he's a great chef. You know, almost almost as good a chef as uh, he is a podcaster. I hear. Wow. Wow. I'll have to take a trip up there. Oh, absolutely. We all need to go together. Can you imagine his face if uh, uh, Father Mahoney walked in? Yeah, in full costume. You got to be wearing the robe and yeah. everything, and, and we'll all walk behind you with carrying torches. You know, nice. I'll I'll bow down and kiss your feet. Wow. What Mike means is he'll fall over and kiss your feet. Basically. Yeah, basically, because <laughs> the yeah bowing and kneeling, yeah, that just causes me to end up on the ground. So yeah, that's about right. <clears throat> So, um, what about um, the indie world there, Rob? Have you backed any new projects lately? I mean, there was one that I did kind of want to bring up tonight because I saw okay. I saw that it's that it's that it's being pushed and <clears throat> that um, Halloween Evil Lives. Um, I'm not going to yes, say the guy's uh, name, Michael. Yeah, you like can butcher Taganon. the last name because I I, I can't. I'll yeah. butcher it. I, it's like McGlickbeck. So Michael Taganon, uh, him and his uh, him and his best friend Jared Jared came up with the idea of uh, doing a direct sequel to the original uh, years ago, and you know they they played around with it, trying to like come up with uh, a way of putting it on the screen. Well. They figured Indiegogo was the best way of doing it, and um, a week before the Indiegogo started, Jared had passed away. Okay. Oh wow! Yes, I, I did. So, hear that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, Michael, out, you know, out of respect, wanted to still push it on, uh, and I guess Jared it does have um, a couple of uh, small cameos in it. You know. So um, I I I really got behind this just because of the, mostly because of the story, you know. Like I I 
and you know, I, I'm, I'm a, a lot of people don't realize I am a sentimental guy. And when I heard this, the story of this guy passing away and uh, like this was his, like his, his dream to do this. I was like, yeah, I, I gotta get behind this. Um, it's, it's struggling right now on the Indiegogo scene, just because it doesn't have a lot of um, uh, backing and a lot of people who uh, don't know the guy he's, he's, he's new on the scene. So uh, I've, I've been trying to like really get uh I guess a little Mahoney army to, uh, behind me. I've, I've reached out to a few people and the other people have started sharing it now. And I'm, I'm taking this one a little bit more personally than I have in some of the other ones. Cause like I said, that when, when you hear a story like that and you know, this is what the guy always wanted to do and you know, now he doesn't get to see it, it done. It's, it, it becomes like an emotional thing for me. So um, I'm really rooting the guy on, but it's, it's, it's it's struggling right now. I've, they've done a couple other um, podcasts to try to promote it. Uh, in fact, they invited me to one today, but uh, it was a lot earlier, and I was I was out all day, so I couldn't do it. But um, I'm glad you brought it up, so I can actually, at least get the the word out there. Well, I do want to. So, what can you tell us about this, Rob? Who? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. I'm, well, no, I was so just... I guess they are. Who? Go ahead. I'm all over the place here. Hold on. Um, no, I just... Stick want... the microphone in your mouth, Mike. Okay. That's better. Oh, God. Yeah, I got spit all over it. Um, okay. Now, I wanted to make a suggestion, and this is coming from somebody who's made um, numerous... No, seriously, uh, we uh, we can barely hear you, Mike. Oh. Yeah, well, I wanted to make a, make a suggestion. There we go. And this is coming from someone who has made numerous pieces of shit over the past uh, 30 plus years. Um, oh, come on. All those Oscar worthy performances. I mean, you know, but no. Um, I still say my, my, my <laughs> spousal abuse film is my crowning achievement. Um, when I laughed as she was getting beat. That was pretty funny. Um, no, but uh, I digress. Um, I think, personally, he needs a better trailer. I watched. They are working. They I, are working on one. Okay, good because I watched. I watched well, now I've got to watch the trailer. What's that? Now I've got to watch the trailer. Um, yeah, I mean. Actually, you know what? We could do that. Why? Well, no, actually, we couldn't. Well, no, you can. You actually. I'm gonna do it right now. I mean, I don't give a fuck what you do. We can hear the audio. Well, they just released a teaser um, today. Actually, Um, it was like it's like a breaking news story on like a news report, and it's it's only like maybe like 15 seconds. But he's it's he said that it seems to be getting a better response than the last one. So uh, I see the one from four months ago. I'm not seeing. Uh, you, have to go on, you have to go on his page. I think he has the new one. Okay, here's one from 11 now. Okay, let me see. There we go. Authorities have found a vehicle and a pond near Haddonfield. Plates show that it belongs to Lori Stroh, the 1978 survivor of the Halloween massacre. Nobody has been recovered. 
Now that does feel like a Michael J. film on some level. Whether that's uh, it sounds thing. like a Michael J. film. Yes, it, whether, right. well, but I got break. But I got breaking news myself. So yours truly yes. is going to have a, a a line in the movie. Me. Do you uh, do you know what that line is yet? I I, I have a part of it, but it's I'm going to be a news reporter. And I'm going to be reporting uh, in the background while doc, you know, Dr. They're, they're going to be bringing a Dr. Loomis um, uh, character into this, too. So Dr. Loomis is still alive in this one, and he is actually going to be relevant to the film. Okay. Yeah, well, Mike, you know Mike's not going to support it if it's now, not him. Now, okay. Rob, it's, I they're only, they're, he's, I he's supposed to be, gonna be a voice, though. Yeah. I, I really, I, I, I do. But, okay, I, I will say that I made a Halloween disaster in 1996 called Halloween, The Death of Michael Myers. It was a really, really shitty film. Trust me, I will I will take umbrage with that. I will say it was shit. It was horrible. Um, Come on, Michael Myers and Swimming Trunks is classic. Um, actually, he was in shorts in one scene, but that's, you know, um, neither here nor there. Um... I made it that Loomis was dead, and I was his um, protege, so to speak, in the film. Um, so, yeah, it's just... It's, it's going to be more of a voiceover from what I understand. Oh, God, I, I, I mean, I hope so, because you really... I mean, look, I know it's a fan film, but something like that you really have to, like tread lightly i just i mean because it's it's and it's it's not something that's going to be made overnight the release isn't supposed to be till i believe summer or fall of next year so and, they're gonna they're gonna come on guys let, let's be honest do we really need another direct sequel I mean, as a fan film I, I i i don't see a problem with a fan film i've i have more enough I have a, more of an issue of the 2018 sequel because they just, I mean, they actually annihilated the whole series and they basically spit all over uh, Donald Pleasance. That, that, that was my gripe with yeah, 2018. Well, yeah, his, his whole legacy with the franchise, yeah, they, they yeah, that's he did kind of ignore it. Certain was not Uh, we don't call him Zartain. He's uh, he's Turkish Loomis. Ah, yes. Okay, yes. We'll call him Turkish. Or Turkish. How about Turkish shit pile? That, that is a Dave Z coin phrase. I, I did not create that. Dave Z gets the credit for that one. Okay. Well, then I'll, 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 I'll coin the phrase Turkish shit pile. I like that. <laughs> I rather had Dr. L- Dr. Loomis, uh, the Rob Zombie Loomis. Then I then love I love Tur- McDowell. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't hate McDowell at all in the role. No, me neither. Only because they went a different direction with it. No, yes. I, I like the direction they went with it. That was actually one of my even though I'm not a big fan of uh, Halloween uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. That that was one of my favorite character arcs. Favorite things about that film oh, was that uh, his character arc. That fucking redemption at the end of that movie. I fucking love it. 
I think that is brilliant. I really do. I mean, he he went from hey. being a total asshole to just, you know. As long as we're on the Rob Zombie subject, uh, what do you guys think about this week? Uh, Rob Zombie uh, formally announcing uh, he's directing the uh, Monsters remake. Uh, Gary Moon Zombie cannot play the role of Marilyn Munster. Well, no, I think I heard that she's playing Lily. I think. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I don't know. Yeah, she's too old to play Marilyn. Yeah, but, uh, I could see her as Lily, and I don't think I'm gonna. I am gonna give Rob Zombie. Probably more credit than he deserves, even though I am a fan. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say that with this, I have high hopes that he's going to be able to step outside of his comfort zone and do something completely different than all his other films. I hope that's what he's going to do. You think he's going to try to... uh pay homage to the monsters or is he going to go a different direction? I I really hope he tries to pay homage to it and not just rob zombie the fuck out of it. Because it's going to be it's going to be another God, for lack of a better uh, I wish Crippled Cody was here now because he would love to hear me say this I'm sure. It's going to be another Dukes of Hazard remake. They're going to completely lose sight of the original property and and, uh, go a a completely different direction with it in the era of the director's other films, which I really hope that doesn't happen. And I, I really hope that Rob Zombie has enough... uh, Wherewithal? What's the word? I'm like, oh, shit. Um, Wherewithal? Something like, yeah, that, 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 that sounds about right, Rob. I think. Um, yeah, well, he'll be self-aware enough of his own work and has enough respect for, for the original property to do it justice. And uh, we shall see. You know, one a film that did it right, which blew my mind that it bombed at the box office was uh, Tim Burton's Dark Shadows. I love that film. I didn't that's, watch that film that, because I was That's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite Tim Burton films because he stays true to the source material. Yeah, he adds a little more humor, which the, the original really didn't have a lot of humor. Uh, but he adds a little humor sprinkled in here and there, but he stays true to the sto- source material and ha- it has a great cast uh, fuck, Alice Cooper's even in it. Uh, really? And and it just blew my mind that that movie bombed. So, the only thing I could figure why it bombed so bad was, I mean, that was popular in the 60s. And, you know, it, it wasn't like a worldwide phenomenon. It was a 60s British soap opera that... Uh, was loosely based on the Universal Monsters, and it just never... It wasn't as popular as Hammer Horror, the Hammer Horror films, even. Uh, I would 
say. So, I mean, it it wasn't uh, popular enough. Kind of like when Jim Carrey did Man on the Moon about Andy Kaufman. It's a great oh, movie. Great I love the movie. movie. But great not movie. enough people know who the fuck Andy Kaufman is, so it bombed. Yeah. Who, uh, have they said who's going to be playing the role of Herman? No, no, I, I don't. Um, I don't know Daniel anything Phillips, about that. I think. Who's that? Um, he was. Oh, uh, the fuck was he? Uncle. Uh, or no, was it? No, no. Daniel Roebuck, I think, is playing Herman. Hold on, I gotta look this up because I just saw it today. Talk amongst yourselves for a second. I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, I was hoping for Robert. I was hoping for Robert Mukes. No, let's just bring back the original. We'll, we'll bury him. Uh, what's his name? Uh, we'll bury him in the pet cemetery. Fred, Fred and, Gwynn. Uh, Fred Gwynn. Yes. Um, which I mean, that's wow. Uh, hey, Rob, do you remember the nineties? Uh, the early nineties. The Monsters Today series, the revival that came out, that was god awful. I briefly remember it, but uh, like, like vaguely, but I, I couldn't tell you. Like, I think it only episodes. lasted one season, and uh, I only know because I caught it in syndication uh, when I was a kid. Uh, my grandparents had one of the, those like old school ginormous satellite dishes that yeah. people used to have. And we would catch like east to west coast feeds of stuff, and that's how I got introduced to the monsters today. And uh, wow, it just was, was terrible. A, a cheap knockoff in every sense of the word. Were they still living in the same house? Yep. They just do, replaced. Do, 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 yeah, yeah, do, it was the do, same thing. So. <laughs> and I, I might be mistaken, but from what I remember, which I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but I think it was shot on VHS. So the picture quality was fucking horrible. I mean, it was just bad in every sense of the word. Wow. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I don't really remember it. <laughs> I think I still have several episodes of it on VHS. If the mold hasn't got them. Wow, you have VHF, uh, VHF uh, cassettes still? Uh, my grandmother, I, my grandmother, uh, God love her, who's still with us, she used to tape from 1986 when we got our first VCR on. She would tape the whole block of Saturday morning cartoons for me every morning and any show or movie I wanted to watch. Like that's how I got introduced to all the original universal monster movies. She would like, we had the satellite dish and she would find out on the TV guide when they were playing and she would stay up and record them for me. And that, that's how I got to see, I wanted to watch the monster. I heard there's a new monsters uh, series coming out. So, uh, she got lover, uh, stayed up, uh, to like, Three in the morning to uh, record the show for me, uh, and the bad part was our uh, our VCR had a timer on it. She just didn't know how to work it. <laughs> did, did, did it was it still uh, you know at the end of the the um, program? Did it still snow at the end? 
Oh, was that back in the eighties? You know, like Carol Ann when she was watching the TV and it's all snow. I don't remember. I don't remember from from what I from what I do remember. It was they tried as hard as they could to be uh, an exact copy the uh, exact copy of the original series. Okay, that's and cool. Jeff Daniel Phillips will be playing Herman Munster, from what I see. He was um, Uncle Seymour Coffins in. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. And I'm trying to think. He was another character in, in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 as well. I think the uh, the guy in the, at the uh, at the Rabbit in Red Lounge that got his face stomped on. He was that guy too. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, yeah. From, uh, well, what are you on? NYPD Blue. And, I mean, he's been a character actor in a shit ton of stuff. He's a great actor. Yeah. He's been, I mean, he's been around fucking ever. But the thing is, like, with this, you can't really take the Rob Zombie route and have him going around and calling Lily like a cunt or this, that, and the other thing. It's just not going to work. You know, so. Like I was saying, just like with the Dukes of Hazard remake, you know, you, you, you can't stray, you need to put a new spin on it, but you can't stray too far from the source material. So, Are you going to alienate your fan base? And I never watched the Dukes of Hazard reboot because same here, same, I loved same here, same too here. much. I didn't want to. Uh, I went to the theater to see it. I liked it. I bought it when it came out on DVD. I enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. As big a fan as I was of the original series, I was able to still somehow separate it from. I, I think just because I was such a big fan of Jake Crandishar's stuff before that, you know. Namely, Super Troopers, of course. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I was watching it as a Jay Crandishar fan, not a, uh, a, you know, a Broken Lizard fan, not a uh, Dukes of Hazard, not as much a Dukes of Hazard fan. But looking back on it now, I, it, it's kind of cringeworthy. Really? Hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, it's right in the air of Super Troopers and all of his other films. So it's kind of like that. So that's that kind of makes it passable then in that sense. Uh, to me, it did. Hmm. Might have to check it out. Yeah, and well, Jessica Simpson was hot as fuck in it. I mean, oh, well, that, that she was not Catherine Bach, Daisy Duke, hot as fuck, but she was, she was hot. Did she wear the Daisy Dukes? Oh, yeah. She wore them well, I take it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see that. <laughs> I see that. But very oh, she was only second in uh, second in hotness to uh, the '69 Dodge Charger, the General Lee in there, because that car is always fucking gorgeous. Oh no, we have a John Rhodes in our midst. He's going to uh, start making. Oh damn right, I'm a Mopar man. <laughs> no, I, I do like them too, but uh, I. Uh... That was back when automobiles were an art form. I uh, I like the um, the seventy one GTO Judge myself very much. Sure. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm primarily a GM man. Hmm. So yeah, the the GTO uh, uh, the seventy Chevelle. 
I wonder, oh, yeah, I think my cousin got, my cousin had, like, a, a plaque, I think it was a 69, was it a, no, or maybe it was a 71, I don't know, but it was black, I used to love that car, when he got, you know, Mike, that's a great idea, uh, come to think of it, uh, I'm glad you thought of it, but we need to do a whole show dedicated to muscle cars and horror, yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. Because you know what? You know what I Where saw? we can just talk about talk dirty about cars for oh. like three hours. Yeah. Oh yes. I, I would I would love that immensely. But you know you know what else they said was being remade today? That was bring up. Oh you didn't I know I posted it in the group, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, Brian Fuller is doing a directing a remake of Christine. I did see that today. Now, Full, he's the American Horror Story guy, right? I have no idea. I think so. Or I'm one just, of them. Uh, I'm, I'm... Now, now, you remember back from Skeleton Crew days, um, Christine was one of my heroes, I think. Did I say... Yeah, I think Christine Yeah, you love the my... car. Right. Yeah, the car is great. Right. So... Oh, my God. Why? Why do that in when... You know, the way Christine ended, John Carpenter's Christine ended, you know, it was screaming for a sequel. And the way they're popping out direct sequels right now, why the fuck not just do a direct sequel to Christine? Well, okay, but here's what they they say. Get John Carpenter, throw him a million bucks, get him to executive produce like he did on Halloween 2018, you know, just to put his name on it. And, you know, crank it out of there. People will watch it. Well, they say that this is going to be closer to the novel. And I've never read the novel, so I don't know, like, the differences. But, um... Kind of uh, I haven't read the, the novel since I was probably in my early teens, but it dealt a lot more with the relationship between uh, the kid and the car. Really? I think, yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to read that now. Um, well, here's what I'm thinking, because Blumhouse is involved. It's it's over at Columbia. They're doing it again. They did the original. Man, I'm I'm not as high on Blumhouse as I was five years ago. They're, yeah. but they, makes... they were knocking it out of the park there for a while when they first came out. Everything, I mean, everything they put out was high quality. And then it seemed like they went almost went too mainstream. Yeah, you know, it, it was like Halloween twenty eighteen really kicked that off. Like right. we we don't have to have a really have a great story and production if we got a big uh, now that we're getting into uh, the uh, mainstream titles. That the invisible. I haven't seen the Invisible Man. I hear that a lot of people good. like it. That was fucking good. You need to see that. That was good. I love that one. That was really well worth the watch. Well worth. Only if the reveal at the end is 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 that it was Kevin Bacon all along. That would be interesting. Unfortunately, that does not <laughs> happen. Maybe you could see Kevin Bacon's bacon, <clears throat> like in Wild Things. 
Did he make your heart sing, Mike? Um, Did he make everything groovy? Is that a Footloose reference? No, it's a Wild Thing. Oh, oh, that song. Yes, I get it. (laughs) Fuck. No dying. Come on, Mike. Suck it up and cut foot loose. Foot loose. I love that movie. Kick off your Sunday shoes. Jeez, Louise. Hold me up on my knees. Jack, get back. And we're here to do the Footlow soundtrack. But before I forget, I'm I'm gonna I'm jumping back to the um, Halloween Evil Lives for a second again. Now, if that does not hit Let's. the funding goal, what is the plan? Is it like a flexible uh, pro- thing so he'll still get whatever? Or I think I think they're gonna run a second uh, second one if 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 it doesn't. Bring in more money. I, I I believe that's the plan. I I could be wrong on that, but I believe they're going to do a second Indiegogo. Uh, so uh, try, try different perks. In fact, I um I messaged him today to give him ideas if he was going to do a second um a second Indiegogo on how to get it in demand right away. Because there's, so, uh, there's, Rob, what, what can you tell us about the guys behind this? I mean, uh, what else have they done? Uh, uh, aside from, of course, unfortunately, one of them has passed away. Uh, actually, this is uh, going to be his first. Um, so he hasn't done anything before, but he is planning 2023 to do a another uh, Friday the 13th fan film that's coming going to be coming out. It's untitled so far, so... Uh, don't know much about that one yet, but he has announced that he's going to, uh, after the Halloween fan film is out, he's going to start working on a Friday the 13th fan film. So. Now, does he need a certain number, like, to get this thing off the ground, or is he willing to just do it? I think he's not, yeah, I think, I mean, obviously what he's at right now, he can't really do much, but I think he's, uh, he'd be happy with at least half the goal. So like it's, it's, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be terribly like mad if it didn't get to the hundred percent. But obviously, everybody who's doing a fan film would like to get to that hundred percent. Right. But yeah. he's but, but he's willing to he's willing to do it if even if it came semi close. Uh, hey, that's from Rob. Just tell him to change the name of it to uh, Scream Bloody Murder. Yes, one hundred percent. And um. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of that, now and all for everybody, uh, every, everybody who contributes a leading role in the film. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and oh, yeah. you know what, Cody? Speaking of that, did you see he's uh, doing another film that shoots in Los Angeles between July third and July 9th? No, I didn't. Amityville Shark House or something. Oh yeah, I was just looking at that. Wait, is so, this? Is this legit Shot. or is it a fan film? It's a fan film. Yeah, he, he, he... It's a it's a fan film. Uh, but the the poster is wow, like a shark 
jumping out of the top of the Amityville house. Yeah. I've seen it all now. I've seen it all now. Yeah. Um, anybody that contributes to this film. I hope Roger not... Corman kicks his ass. He needs to. He really I does. would pay. I would pay that. We need to start any go-go for that. Uh, we'll, we'll film Roger Corman, his old asked uh put it we'll put him in the octagon with this fucker from i can't remember his name from uh, scream bloody murder and let him beat his ass um sean sean phillips i want to say because he blew us off so i remember corman versus phillips exactly to the death yes fuck you Um, it can't can't be anywhere can't be any worse than floyd mayweather and logan paul i hear everybody be talking about that and I, i i didn't know anything about it i guess till it happened yeah, Logan Paul is a YouTuber that uh, he has uh, boxed somewhat professionally, but it's mo- mostly been for like exhibition fights. Challenged Floyd Mayweather, the greatest boxer in the world, to an eight-round exhibition. Well, halfway through, you can actually see Floyd Mayweather knocked him out, but held him up because it was for exhibition. You know, so it's the, probably going to charity and shit. And, of course, Logan Paul ends up going the eight rounds with the greatest fighter in the world, which people are dishing out 240 to $300 to watch this on pay-per-view. It was the biggest sham in the history of boxing. The, 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 the fight should have been over by round three. And for a guy who is not a real trained fighter to go to go an eight-round distance with the guy who has won 56 fights without losing it's it's bullshit i i'm glad i didn't pay it uh sounds ridiculous uh give us uh give give us tyson versus mayweather and then i'll i might pay 50 bucks for that pay-per-view he's in shape i don't know why tyson just wouldn't do it he's perfectly capable of 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 i mean shit have you seen him lately I saw him that whenever uh, he did that uh, exhibition fight with, uh, what was it, uh, Roy Gene Jones? Mosley? Was it Roy Jones? Yeah, it was Roy, it, yeah, it was Roy Jones. But uh, I watched a little bit of that just on YouTube, what they posted on YouTube. and uh, I mean, Tyson's in great shape. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he, he's no spring chicken, mind you. He's like 57 years old now, but I mean... Yeah, he, he's obviously taking care of himself. But yeah, I, I would love to see somebody shut Mayweather up. Hell, whenever I was more thrilled for it back whenever he was talking shit and uh, Ronda Rousey was trying, back when she, before she quit UFC, when she was trying to get him to uh, agree to a bout, an exhibition bout. You know, I'd love to see her beat his ass. Oh, she could too. I think even boxing, she could. Well, yeah, Mayweather I, I, is probably, and not that he's not a great fighter. Now, don't get me wrong, but is he nearly as great as they have played him up to be? No, no. no I, I don't care what anybody says. I grew up watching boxing. He is, he is upper mid card at best. Maybe we can have Mike Tyson fight Sean Phillips. That, yeah, I'd be all for that. Please. Oh, that. no, 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 even better. How about a Mike versus Mike fight? 
Mike Tyson versus Michael J. I would love that because that would probably send me to the pearly gates or the lower gates. Either or, I'll take it. No, we could rig it up just like the Jesus versus Satan fight on South Park. You remember? <sighs> yes. Correct. That is brilliant. I'm sure Tyson would go for that too. Probably at this point, yes. Um, but oh, before I forget, yeah, definitely Rob. Though, if they don't hit the um the goal, um, put uh, Michael in contact with me because I can get him a uh, Camp Out Nightmare Six looking film for about the budget that he has right now on the Indiegogo campaign. Actually, less than that. I can, And Camp Out Nightmare 6 was my most successful in that franchise. So there we well, go. Ha- how about we just get the Camp Out Nightmare remake you've been fucking talking about for the last 15 years? I know, and I'm still... Fucking blame John Rhodes. He's still working on a fucking draft. He's been working... Blame him for draft. not making your movie. Yeah, because he's been working on an, on an updated draft for fucking uh, a year and a half now. I hope he's listening. I'm he's telling you, Mike, not, for Indiegogo and crowdfunding, you're going to miss your window if you don't make it soon, if you don't try to launch this campaign soon. Because there is going to come a time sooner rather than later, probably within the next five years, when all this... 80s hype is gonna go away. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna um gravitate. It's to the just 90s. natural. It's like when we were kids, you know, uh, when we were all kids. I'm sure Rob can agree that you know you remember like uh, all the 50s and 60s shit was uh, big. You know, like the uh, the drive-ins, like uh, oh, like the poodle skirts and all that bullshit. You know. Yep. And uh, it, it, all it was was because the, that group of people that grew up in that era were hitting their middle age, and it was appealing to them. Uh, so that's what sold. And and that it's a recurring theme, you know. We're, we're all sadly fitting into that demographic now. So uh, and the, and also the indie uh, the Indiegogo scene is really hot with for. Uh... Fan films for horror right now. I mean, if if there's an idea, it's being done right now on uh, Indiegogo. So oh yeah, like, like uh, we yeah. T- talked about a couple episodes ago. Yeah. So uh, we'll yeah, you, you might miss your window. Yeah, great. I, I agree with Cody. I mean, and you know what the funny fucking thing is? I get notifications on Facebook every day that the Camp Out Nightmare group that's still up there on Facebook. There's a Camp Out Nightmare page. And that still gets about between five and ten views a day on Facebook. Well, you know what? It's it's a catchy title, Mike. Oh, I, I mean, I mean, it screams it screams eighties. Yes, it does. Yeah, that's 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 part of the reason I wanted to do it. And plus, and and, and the movies scream shit. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Or give you the screaming shits, one of the two, or both, <laughs> but. Now's the time. I mean, the and thing you is... know, you know, regardless of the fact that me and Rob both know it's probably going to be a pile of steaming shit. Yes. we're still going to support the fuck out of it. 
I mean... Right, Rob? <laughs> right. Well, look at it. Th well, the thing is, and the reason that I wanted the script kind of reworked and why I've been pushing John to actually do a revised draft for the past year and a half is because I'm realizing that I'm not getting any younger and there's certain things that were written in the script for me to do that at this point I don't think I can do anymore. So I kind of wanted to make myself more of a supporting character. And that that's kind of like where, you know, where we're going with it at this point. But he's got to finish it. He's been at like six pages in on the new draft for like, um, shit, for about uh, six months now. So, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm patiently waiting. But uh, meanwhile, Roads on the Rocks will return this Saturday. He has the first episode oh. done. Well, I'm excited about that. Now. At least one of us is. No, I'm kidding. I, I, I enjoy his show. Yeah, no, I say that with no sarcasm. I love yes. the show. Yeah, no, I, I definitely I enjoy it too. But um, I would like if he would, you know, kind of maybe balance his time between that and finishing the script. Because I would like to make it before I die. You know, that's my goal. That's my dream. At some point. Well, you got to make it happen, Mike. Yeah, one of these days, hopefully. hopefully. You know, you just need to add a bunch of really cool perks on when you launch the Indiegogo campaign. You know, you're saying that you're getting old enough now, you probably won't be able to do some of the things that uh, were written into the script. Well, you know, you're just going to have to add some of those perks into the Indiegogo, you know, uh, like 10 bucks and you get to see Michael J. thrown off a bridge. <laughs> I, I mean, I would concur. Actually, I would do that for free. And then the five hundred buck, uh, five hundred dollar perk is uh, you get to see Rob Snyder uh, standing on the bridge screaming, "You can do it!" <laughs> whenever you're plummeting to your death. Yes. Very much. Well, that that was Rob Snyder be... at this point would probably do that for five hundred bucks. I'm I think. I'm I mean, shit. I'm sure he would. Without a doubt. You can do it all night long. I gotta watch that again. That's been years. That was a pretty good impression. Yeah, that's, you know, at least I can do good impressions. But I don't know, Rob. That, that impression seemed <laughs> kind of weak to me, Rob. You know what I mean, Rob? That was a, it, was a little, it was a little weak to me, Rob. <laughs> Shut up, kids. Go to bed. <laughs> God damn kids! You're gonna you're gonna kill Michael J. Cody. That's the plan. Mm. Oh, that hurts my throat. Really well, if, if you end up if you end up making this movie, you gotta put me me in it and kill me in like the first five minutes. Wait, you live in where do you, you live in Massachusetts? is from here. Let's see. Uh, we need no, no. We don't need to kill him in the next in the uh, first five minutes, Mike. You need to put if you're gonna have Father Mahoney in the film, you need to make him a uh, a predominant character. He needs I got to be it. a. I got uh, it. I got it. I got it. 
A cult leader, maybe? The cult of I'm Mahoney. I'm just throwing that out there. The cult, the cult of Mahoney. Of Mahoney. And the cult of Mahoney. Maybe they resurrect They resurrect Thorn. Yes. There you that go. That is it. Yes. Oh, my God. No. Shit. Wait. Wait. Speaking of that, um, there is a seventh installment that, uh, you, you know, Avery, right? Remember Avery sure. from the Facebook group and all that? He is actually Make writing. Taste. What's that? Avery McTasty. Correct. He is writing a seventh installment that we were going, that I'm also uh, trying to get off the ground. Um, and that will be the, the, the final, the original Thorn is coming back for one final time. Um, if he's still alive, because I understand he has heart problems. Um, so... Uh, very flaky, but hopefully it'll happen. But there's a whole thing where um, uh, a cult leader who's referred to as father in the script um, resurrects uh, Thorn in that one and kind of like controls him. So maybe maybe that's uh, Father Mahoney's role right there. That I like that. Be, yeah. that. That could be. I'll have to talk to Avery and see where he's at with this script because he's uh, he's more reliable than John when it comes to uh, writing, I'll tell you that. And John, if you're listening, yes, that's 100% true. Sorry, buddy, but it is. Uh, forget the fact that John works an insane amount of amount of hours and uh and actually has a personal life too so you know it i told him not to get married but that's that's beside the point <laughs> i tell everybody not to get married but you know that they don't we're on the same page there buddy right yeah the the the, the relationship thing is great but if you take it to that marriage level oh god are you in for some punishment and I've never taken yeah. it to the marriage level. I just know that it's punishment. You would. You would, Mike. You know you would, you fucker. <laughs> I, I just would never have kids. Not at this point. I'm, I'm too old for that, dude. It... Yeah, it, it definitely doesn't get, get any easier as you get a little older. Yeah. That's... I mean... Uh, I, know, I know all about that. Rob, you have kids? I was no, going to say the same old. thing. Getting older, I mean. Oh. I was, I was going to say. There were, Do you want some kids? I mean, I've got some to spare. Well, is this, uh, are you All doing 11 this, of them. Are, God are damn it, this? kids, get back in bed. I got told you. <laughs> doing it through the black market? <laughs> oh, no, no, I'll give them to you. There's no black market to it. And I'll mail them to you if you want. Oh, I'm gonna vomit. You, 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 UPS. Uh, the, not not the second day air though. That's too expensive. I mean, just be regular UPS. Yeah, just make okay. sure there's holes regular. in the box. Yeah, yeah, that's all you gotta do. Yeah. Exactly, just holes. Oh my god! Oh my stomach! Oh 
God. <laughs> this is too much. Oh, this is too much. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God, my stomach's cramping. And I just realized the other day I have a hernia, I think. Really? I think so. Burning sensation? No, it's not. No, 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 it's not. It's not. It's not in my groin. It's it's like my 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 stomach. I think it's like an umbilical hernia. They call it. That might be an ulcer, Mike. I should know that. Really? Uh, yeah. Um. Well, I do have like sometimes I have insane stomach cramps, where I just have so much pain. It's unbelievable. And do you think that's an ulcer? Probably an ulcers, Mike. Oh Jesus Christ. I can't. I you can't. take a lot of pain meds or anything? Nope. Surprisingly, no? I do not. You worry about shit a lot? Eh. I mean, you know, now that I'm going down this crippled rabbit hole for Tales from the Crypts, that's that's kind of got me stressing on certain things. You know, but... Because we're all fucking nuts. Rob, never get involved with anyone who has a disability... If you do, you're only asking for trouble. Been there, done that already. Yes, well, don't go down that road ever again. Because it, it... Rob said, I'm doing this podcast right now, aren't I? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so did I tell you guys I went to the movie theater? Oh, yeah, they still have those? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all reopening up here, so... Uh... I went to go see Spirals. Oh yeah, and what did you think? Yeah, it was it was real good. I I was I was skeptical, but I I put that like I know it's different from the Saw series, you know, because it's more of like a book. They call it the Book of Saw. But it's it's kind of like a spinoff, basically like a copycat yeah. killer, right? Yeah, I would actually put that right up there with the original Saw. Wow. Uh, yeah. The act, the acting is great. The story is great. They actually, they do me have mentions of uh, John and Jigsaw, so they they don't totally ignore it. Um, and the, like I said, I I didn't think I would really like it because I'm I'm a Chris Rock fan, but I never thought I would like him in a horror movie. And no, he he actually plays the role terrific, and uh, I think it actually might be one of his better acting roles. And I mean, I know. Well, you know, I got to go with the uh, Ned Flanders approach on that. You know, uh, it's like, yeah, I went to one of those Christian rock concerts, and man, I never heard the MF word so many times in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Samuel Jackson, Samuel Jackson's in it. And uh, so, I mean, it's a. It's How a the fuck did they get Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson for the eighth film in a fucking horror franchise? Is what I'm going to know. I don't know, but that I mean, both of them are great in the movie. Uh, Samuel Jackson is—he's not a huge character in the mo in the movie, but he does play a prominent part of the movie. If that makes any sense. So, I mean, wow! Like I, I, I was surprised that in, in the kills were were definitely saw um, saw material. Some of the some of the traps are. Almost better than the original Saw movies. Oh wow! Yeah, 
So I was really pleasantly surprised how much I enjoyed this movie. I was actually going to see Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> That's the funniest part. But I just missed the uh, the, the second. Yeah, I last. probably would have watched Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't want to wait around for like another hour till the next showing. So I was like, well, what movies are showing soon? And I saw Spirals was playing in like 10 minutes. So I was like, okay, I'll go see Spirals. And... Well, it's just great that people are starting to get out back out to the theaters, you know, that's showing that it's, they're starting to open back up and showing that the theater's not dead. Yeah. And if you are interested, Rob, um, Godzilla vs. Kong um, comes to disc uh, next week, I think. Oh, wow. and uh, as long as we're talking about Rob not watching shit, uh, yes. had, had, Rob, have you caught up on any of Joe Bob yet? The last drive-in? Um. What? What? Come on, Mike yeah, sent you yeah. a subscription to you it, have, and you haven't caught up on Mania any of it. Cop two and three double feature. Holy uh, shit! It was so all right, fucking you, cool. No, I have yeah, to watch that Bruce one. Yeah, Bruce fucking Campbell on there. Yeah, tell you what, I have, I have tomorrow off, so I will, I will venture into watching. You will not be. He did Bride of Reanimator. He did Bride of Reanimator here a few weeks ago uh, with uh, Dr. Herbert West himself. Nice. And well, I, I, the... I have been working a lot of hours lately, but I'm not using that as an excuse, but I've been very, like, kind of ill lately, so. so but hey, I Rob, really... I got 11 kids, and I still watch my Joe Bob. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That impression is definitely going to kill Michael J. Oh, before this episode's oh, over. God damn. I owe me a nice, big, tall, 40-ounce pap blue ribbon and sit down there with the old lady, kick oh, the rats off the table, oh, and God. we kick on Joe Bob. Because oh, that's what you do here in the country. That's what you do in the South. <laughs> oh, God damn. America. <laughs> you motherfucker. Oh, oh, God, my stomach. Oh, God. That definitely sounds like an ulcer. I, I retract my last statement there, Mike. I think it's cancer. You gotta get, gotta get rid it of that sounds cancer. sounds a lot like cancer. Oh, oh, if it's cancer, please, just let it take me quick. Oh, oh God, yeah. Oh god, yeah. Well, I think, I think on that note we're gonna take a break because I need to take a break. Oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. God, that hurts. Oh god, that hurts. Oh shit. He's calling in, motherfucker. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh my god. Hold on. Where's this shit? Oh god, where is it? Hold on. I'll get it. It's coming up in a second. Rabbit Red will return right after I go beat my left seven children. Can you hear what I've been saying? 
my words out loud There's an echo that's insisting That this won't ring about now But when it does, it brings no question But when it don't, I'm wondering why Maybe I'm somewhere you can reach me on this Dark and lonely night yeah, ooh, what a pain to arise, yeah Feel that look in your eyes You know we'll be thinking of you bringing up Time and place in your mind You need it to laugh it to hang on Feel what it is that's alive But you know that it's one more day That I'm gonna be this far away Now I'm sitting here on this phone I've run out of things to say Listen, it's gonna feel good just to get back home Now it's gonna feel good just to get back home I've been out here stretching on my own Oh, it's gonna feel good just to get back home I take a plane out in the morning To put me in tomorrow night I got something I've been saving For the hours that I lose in this flight There's beauty about London The rain's still falling down It only makes me think of waking To the night wave that breaks to shake the ground And ooh, what a thing to arrive We are back 
on the glorious rabbit in red. Um, Cody, we have a guest, and before he comes on, I believe he is on. Um, I just got alerted as to somebody needing to go to the bathroom, so if I mute myself and go take care of that, would you be okay on board here for a few moments while I do that? I always love it when you mute yourself, Mike. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, because I, I need to take a break from the, the, the laughter. You, you, you doing your thing is already fucking... Oh, my God. Um, so, without further ado, and I will mute myself right after I say this, and I will be back probably in about five or so minutes, I'm hoping. But uh, without further ado... Here's the one, the only, Crippled Cody. Hello, everyone! The better Cody. The better Cody, in my opinion. Hello. As long as we're not talking about walking skills, right? Uh, well, most <laughs> Friday and Saturday nights, you probably got me beat, bud. <laughs> How many beers have you had already, other Cody? Oh, I, I don't count. Oh, okay. Only alcoholics do that. (laughs) Guys, thanks for having me on Rabbit and Red. Mike asked me to come on to the show so I could uh, boost the ratings a little bit. Uh, Yeah, well, this is long overdue. This is long overdue. Yeah, I haven't been on Rabbit and Red since it was co-hosted by that one hack. What was his name? John uh, Raid? Rock? (laughs) That guy. The one that acts like Hulk Hogan on his own stupid show that one other person listens to. That one. Yeah. He left, and then we got the better host, which is you, right? You can't have a good host. You can't have a good co-host unless his name is Cody, right? Well, hey, well, there is some truth in that, I think. Yeah. So thanks for having me on. Uh, I just got done watching some good old wrestling over here, the, the, the better show. I don't know if you guys ever watch wrestling in your lives. Man, I, I haven't probably in close to 10 years now. And I was a huge fan when I was a kid and uh, all through the uh, 90s Attitude Era, Monday Night Wars, all that stuff. Uh, but I, I kind of fell out of it, uh, like in the 2000s. Uh, but yeah. uh, what, what's going on now? I mean, is it... Uh, I hear about this AEW. I haven't seen any of that. I haven't watched Raw probably in like five years. Um, Well, the funny thing is, is just about maybe almost a month ago, I actually stopped watching WWE. And it's because the same reason why you probably stopped watching it, because it got way too stupid. Um, WWE is now focused pretty much on family-oriented program. And like you said, that wasn't how it was back in the Attitude Era. Wasn't how it was in the early 2000s either. Um, so I stopped watching Monday Night Raw and SmackDown for now. I just I think I just need a little bit of a break from it. You know, it's the the, the characters are way too over the top, a little too cheesy and, and cartoony. Um, so I started watching, like you said, AEW. It's ran by uh, Tony Khan and Cody Rhodes. And so hey, there's a Cody in there, so you know it's going to be good. Um. But it's more adult-oriented, you know? It's it's way more... It feels like how wrestling was in the late 90s and early 2000s. You know, the, the matches can get bloody. The, 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 the language is a lot more vulgar. It's a lot more mature for uh, for adults. 
Um, so why not yeah, watch? And it's very smart of them then to uh, tap back into that because I mean I think that's what a lot of old school wrestling fans are really longing for. Uh, and by saying you know the the new newer WWE has got silly, it's uh, not necessarily like. 80s silly that that we actually people loved you know hulk hogan era and everything uh but it, like you said it, it's they went almost too cartoonish with it not that the 80s weren't I, i'm trying how, how would you differ differentiate uh the current theme of the wwe as compared to old school WWF during the eighties. Cause we know they, they had some really outlandish characters back in the day well, and got very cartoonish back then too. Here is one of my favorite examples back in the eighties or was it early nineties? They started a slow burn storyline between Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage because they became the, the mega powers. If you remember hearing about oh, yeah, that, absolutely. absolutely. That, that, was, that, was, that was the early nineties. Okay. Yes. The early nineties. And that was a slow burn that went several months before it came to a head. And I remember that big backstage thing where, you know, they, they were, they were subtly hitting at hinting at the fact that there was a, a romantic interest between Miss Elizabeth and Hulk Hogan. And then Randy Savage was getting, you know, very, um, very frustrated and jealous and paranoid and all that. And even at that time period where wrestling was very silly and, and stupid and over the top cartoony, that storyline fit within the realm, but it was very coherent and very down to earth. And, you know, regardless of how over the top the characters sure. were, it was, you could relate to that almost. Anyone yeah. Could yeah. That. And it, it, it very much culminated in a pretty good feud between the two of them. Now, the problem with today's WWE is it's still ran by Vince McMahon overall. And he's in his, I believe he's in his late 70s at this point. And yeah. I, I hate to sound so mean about it, but like I just don't think he has a good mind setting anymore for writing programming in 2021. And well, uh, you, know, you look at so many like, like our the, the horror directors we idolize, you know, from the 70s and 80s that are still making films now. And you, you almost hate, you cringe when, to hear, when, you, when you hear they're coming out with a new film. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's like they've completely lost uh, their fingers not on the pulse of uh, you, you know, society Cody, anymore. Another uh, good example, if you were going to the horror genre for a minute, is that uh, look at uh, George Romero's, you know, Diary of the Dead, and uh, what's the, what was the other one? Diary of the Dead, and uh, he uh, did the trilogy. There, uh, there was Diary of the Dead. Um, shit, you, you know what? I'm, I Survival of the Dead. I think Survival of the Dead. Uh, yeah. Rob, help us out here. What was the other one? Um, Land of the Dead. Land of the Dead. Land yeah. of the Dead started yeah. it, yeah. So so you look back at his original trilogy, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. All three of those movies are are very high praised. Day of the Dead has a little bit of criticism, but it's still a really good film. And, and all three of them were packed with, I mean, that they were sp smacking you in the face with the social commentary. Yes. And it worked. It worked. Now, 
you fast forward through to, to 2005, I believe, and he made Land of the Dead. While it wasn't at the same level as the original trilogy, it was still a decent movie because I it, think it, it had. It was a decent movie. Yeah, it had its own. I think yeah. it had its own social and, commentary of some sort. Am I mistaken, or was that was was that Romero's only uh, studio film? Yes, I feel like that's what it, it, at least yeah. theatrical theatrical because uh, it went to theaters and I, I went to the theaters to watch it um yeah me too yeah and i enjoyed the shit out of it in the theater you know yeah. and that being said it it still wasn't anything like the original trilogy to me uh when when i saw it but i, I still really you know it felt like a romero film to me if if nothing else at least land of the dead was more fun than the super mario brothers movie uh, both with Dennis Hopper, yes. Yeah, and, and it had one other guy. It had the guy in it that played Luigi in, uh, in the Mario Brothers movie, too. Holy shit, we're doing like 10 degrees of Kevin Bacon here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my point. You know, Land of the Dead is a respectable film, but then you fast forward, what was it, 10, 12 years later, then he made, I, I can't remember what came first, Survival of the Dead or Diary of the Dead. I think Diary. It wasn't even that long, I don't think. No. Because he, he did survival right before The Walking Dead started. Because I remember, because oh. I did survival, I rented it when it first came out on. on it was Diary of the Dead that came first. Diary, Diary was thank you, Rob. Uh, yep. And uh, and it had a a plug for uh, The Walking Dead, which I that was the first I had heard of The Walking Dead. Boy, that's weird considering George Romero has come out and said that he don't like he never liked The Walking Dead. I think. He he was in some fashion involved in the early groundwork of uh, the series, though, and uh-huh. I think he had a falling out with uh, with the producers. Oh wow! Well, I did hear wasn't uh, after the first season of The Walking Dead they fired like a bunch of the writers and a couple of the producers, and then all new people came on for season two. That's what I thought I heard. I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I watched it religiously the first three seasons. I but you yeah. could definitely tell a huge tonal shift between the first season and the second season, and then when the third season, the third season really lost me. Um, I the funny thing is, is I still watch it because it is hard for me to let go of something that I've started watching. Um, and that's why it took me so many years to let go of WWE. You know, like I for the last two or three years, I kept telling myself I I gotta let go of WWE because I'm not even enjoying it anymore. And it's the same thing with The Walking Dead. Um, oh yeah, but I, you keep you keep hanging in there because you think it's gonna get better again. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, but now the the end of The Walking Dead is in sight. They announced that you know they're doing one more season. I think of The Walking Dead. And then, you know, they're going to go back to doing spinoffs, which I'm not going to tune into any of the spinoffs. I'm I'm burnt out on zombie television shows, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it, it was like the second coming whenever The Walking Dead first hit. And, and as as a horror fan, I was thrilled that, uh, you know, something horror, a horror themed series, which before The Walking Dead I think we can all agree was, I mean, that was something you would only see on the sci-fi channel and would not, right. not something that would re- receive any kind of critical praise. Right. And that, that really opened the door for uh, horror on television. 
Right, and you're right. I didn't even think about that. Before The Walking Dead premiered in 2010, I believe, uh, you're right. There was no Bates Motel. There was no American Horror Story. You know, there was no none of that shit on TV. And uh, so if nothing else, The Walking Dead did pave the way uh, of for, you know, it being legitimized horror television. Because uh, let's think about this. In the 80s and 90s, what did you have? You had Tales from the Dark Side, I think. You had uh, Tales from the Crypt. Uh, you yeah, had yep. Freddy's Nightmares, I think, which, come on, that show had some good episodes in it. Like, let's be honest. It did. It did. <laughs> um, you had the Damn, Friday- it only lasted a couple seasons. You had Friday the 13th series. Yeah, you had Friday the 13th series that starred the guy who then starred in Jason Goes to Hell, right? Yep. Yeah, then- John LeMay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. John, John D. LeMay. Yeah, and then um, my personal favorite, which I should have picked the series up on DVD, and I don't know why I did. Um, did you guys watch Monsters? I remember Monsters, yeah. I watched it. Another one of those no. shows, which me and Rob were talking about earlier. I mean, Rob and Mike, uh, how I used to catch stuff in uh, syndication uh, when I was a kid during the 90s because my grandparents had one of those, like, ginormous satellites in their backyard. Uh, and... Uh, and we'd catch East to West Coast feeds, and I remember watching Monsters all the time, and it was right up there. I think some of the, had some of the same people involved in it uh, as Tells uh, from the Dark Side. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and that's one of the reasons why it was so good. Uh, you know, you look at it now, and of course, just some of the special effects and the props and whatever, it's going to be looking outdated, but man, some of those episodes had good storylines. I remember one episode with... Um, Oh, fuck. What's her name from Hellraiser? Uh, the girl, Kirsty. What's her real name? Uh, well, she, Robin... Ash- Ash- Ashley Lawrence? Yes, yes, yes Ashley Lawrence. <laughs> she, she played yeah, in Yeah, like I said. Yeah, Robin. Yeah, she played in an episode of uh, Monsters, and it was a good goddamn episode. It was, you know, they were in a house, and the house was locked up. The monster was out there. That's all I remember. But it was a good goddamn episode. I remember that. Um... You know, I remember in the 2000s, right, because uh, there was this channel. It was only on Voom or Zoom or whatever the fuck that satellite company was called that I think, you know, went underground or, you know, went they got buried after a few years. But they had a, a horror network called Monsters HD. And damn it, I wanted that channel so damn bad because I always wanted a horror channel. And I could never get it because it just wasn't in my market. But then... Um, Time Warner Cable, which is what I had at the time in my area, then they picked up uh, Chiller. You guys remember that network, Chiller? Oh, yeah. Yeah, where yeah, all, yeah. The, uh, all the shows were, it was still edited to, to be like yeah. PG. It was basically um, sci-fi version of, of a horror channel. That's all it was, because it was uh, under the same umbrella. NBC Universal owned both sci-fi and uh, Chiller. But I liked Chiller. The only thing I didn't like about Chiller is they never had an HD uh, version of it. Um, I didn't mind the TV edited shit because they had a, a mixture of movies and TV shows. And that's how I got introduced to Monsters, the TV show. Um, and that's also how I got to watch plenty of episodes from uh, Freddy's Nightmares, which the pilot being the best. I forgot to mention that earlier. The pilot. I love the pilot. I love the pilot. I wish that they would have fucking made that pilot episode into some sort of feature-length movie somehow. That's what they should have done with the Jackie Earl Haley movie. I think I've still got that recorded on VHS. Yeah. 
fucking great ass episode. Um, but yeah, I know this is from like 10 minutes ago. Uh, but to answer your question about WWE from 10 minutes ago, um, today's WWE sucks not just because of, you know, McMahon being old and it being too cartoony, but because he loses um, sight of storylines. That I'm sorry, that's the point I'm, I was meant to make uh, earlier, is, you know, the Macho Man, Randy Savage, uh, a Hulk Hogan storyline, He they saw that through. It was like, I think that was like a four or five month fucking thing, but they saw it through and it had a great payoff at the end. Nowadays, they build up characters, Cody, and they, they'll build them up for two or three weeks and then they'll just disappear. And Alistair Black. Yes, Alistair Black, exactly. They started building him up, and then I just read the other day that they released him. Actually released him. What the fuck? Well, Vince is stepping down, isn't he? I didn't hear that. No, the big rumor is that Vince is uh, looking to possibly sell. My God, I hope he does. I mean... That's the big rumor. Honestly, it would probably be the best thing for the... uh, for the company. Hey, I don't think I've been introduced to you yet, guy. What's your name? Rob Mahoney. I run uh, Father Mahoney's House of Horrors. Oh, awesome. Okay, nice to meet you. Oh, right, I'm so- sorry. I'm sorry, Cody. I didn't know that uh, you weren't familiar with uh, Father Mahoney. Uh, he goes way back with uh, me and Mike back in the uh, Skeleton Crew banana laser days. Uh, oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's nice to meet you. Um, like- are, have have you been uh, watching the WWE product lately, or you just been keeping up on the rumors? Uh, I've been watching when I'm bored, <laughs> if that makes <laughs> sense. Um, I use I run a group called the Best DM Wrestling uh, Group on Facebook, and I'm starting to find that I agree with you with the storylines. I really think the last great storyline that they ran. And this is probably going back uh, like probably six, seven years is when John Cena and The Rock were were in their feud for the whole year. Yes. Remember that feud? And yes. how they, they didn't make contact the whole year. It was just jab shots after jab shots after jab shots. And, and you know, yeah. And, and they kept that storyline for what? It was for one whole year. So. It, and you know the funny thing is, is that that feud got mature. Like they, that wasn't your typical cartoony for family PG bullshit. They were really taking real life fucking jabs at each other, and it was great. Yeah. And uh, I say the last great wrestler that I followed until he left was CM Punk. Uh, uh, you were reading my mind there, Rob, because I was just about to say the yeah. same thing when you're talking about actually taking real jabs and. Uh, and and actually having a mature storyline that that was the first thing that popped in my mind. Uh, the day that the day that CM Punk uh, left is the day I stopped be- becoming a one hundred percent fan of the product. Yeah, I um I went to the twenty fourteen TLC pay per view. That was the one where they incorporated a stairs match. Um, yeah. Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, and uh, Dean Ambrose had a TLC match that night, and I I like the pay per view. Like I've always enjoyed the idea of going to a pay per view and then owning it on DVD later on. Um, so I enjoyed that pay per view. But then just two years ago, I went to the Fastlane pay per view that was in Cleveland, and man, it just it, I didn't I disliked it so much I didn't even go back on the network and watch it. 
days later. <laughs> so. I'll tell you what, Bray Wyatt is so underutilized. Uh, they give him these great stories, and then they just don't follow up on them. I really, I, I would really like to have them go back to the original Bray Wyatt. Oh, so you don't, uh, yeah. so you don't like the Fiend? I, I like the Fiend, but I don't think they use him correctly. I don't think his his promo his 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 promos are great, yeah. but then they put him in these matches like like the John Cena match. What the hell was that? Well, jumping I- from timeline to timeline, and it was it was. I was totally lost in that match. I was like, what's going on with this? Well, well I, I'm not terribly familiar with Bray Wyatt. I, I really got out of watching right when he was first coming in. But would you guys say they've almost tried to play him up like a uh, cut-rate Mick Foley? No. I would say they're playing him up like a, a B-rate uh, Undertaker. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you say that? I agree with that. Yeah. Um, wow. That- I thought originally they were going to go the uh, Mick Foley route with the different personas, but... Yeah, well, that, that's what made me say that, yeah. But so, the thing with... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. So, Cody, so imagine this. They put they put Bray Wyatt into this Fiend gimmick, which they made him look like he was an unstoppable monster that could not be beat. They uh, What was it, a year or two ago, they had a Hell in a Cell match with him and Seth Rollins, and they literally had Rollins hit him with every weapon that you could possibly think of, and, and he still wasn't getting pinned. That's the type of shit that they were doing with the Fiend the character at the time, right? So then you go to the beginning of the pandemic last year, and they offer what, how many millions of dollars, I don't even know, to Bill fucking Goldberg to come back for... A, a three uh, a three date year, meaning he only had to wrestle three or four times a year, and they had him beat Bray Wyatt in under like thirty seconds for the fucking championship. They completely killed off everything that they built up with the Fiend gimmick uh, that entire That's year. That's what just, I mean. Just to get that bump in ratings for have from having a classic superstar on. Yep, just because McMahon is so concerned with bringing back in that that old school casual fan, he that's the whole point. Am I right? Like he he alienates the yeah, current when, wrestling when he, fan. Well, and when he's the one that's alienated that original fan base, right? So, just to wrap this up real quick, uh, nowadays Triple H, you know who he was, right? Well, yes. Yeah. So Triple H runs his own wrestling promotion which is under the wwe umbrella but it's called nxt and oh yeah, so, yeah i remember when the nxt when they first started out you know that was like basically like the training ground ex- for excellent WWE. excellent products yeah no so nxt did start off as like a contest game show it was real stupid but then it turned into yeah. an actual wrestling show and that's where Guys like Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose all got their start was in Triple H's NXT. So yeah, I watched uh, that uh, movie about the the Page chick uh, fighting with yeah. my family. Yeah, 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 it was a good movie, yeah. pretty good movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so Triple H, he runs NXT, and still to this day, uh, and I do love AEW, but all in all, NXT is actually my favorite wrestling product because. Triple H knows how to create characters from the ground up, and he doesn't lose fucking focus of the characters. 
and they build up and it, it like I said, it's still PG, but it's cool PG. It's not yeah. fucking cartoony Saturday morning bullshit on NXT. It is really good shit. Right? Am I right? But here's the problem: is when these guys get brought up to the WWE, they kill their characters. Yes, like like I'll, Keith Lee. Keith Lee, thank you. I was I was saying Keith Lee right when you said Keith Lee. They just killed him. And um, fucking Matt and Riddle. Matt Riddle, yeah. Oh I my mean, god! They they bring these guys. They Triple H creates characters that are are like larger than life, and then Vince gets a hold of them, and it's like. Let's cut them down to size now because they're not what I want. Right. The, the best, best way we can describe it is that NXT has characters that are cool enough that you can talk to your buddies about, even people that don't watch wrestling. WWE has characters that you cannot talk about because it's fucking embarrassing. Agreed. Agreed. That's, that's it. That's all I got to say about it. <laughs> Thank God wrestling talk. I didn't miss that much. Wow. Yay. <laughs> Hey, I'd rather talk wrestling than to wipe your mama's vagina. That's for goddamn sure. And I made sure I wiped it with soap this time. Amen to that. I used, I used soap this time. Yeah. Good. Although, although Michael J. does want to uh, wrestle uh, Sean Phillips, so. Yes, please. Uh. <laughs> Cody probably has no idea who Sean Phillips is. I don't blame you. You're, it's good that you don't know. He's a, he's Someone want to brush me up on who the fuck Sean Phillips is? Um, I don't know who the fuck Sean Phillips is. I thought he was talking to me. Go ahead, go ahead, Michael J. Um, <laughs> he's a hack um, indie filmmaker who um, basically has an. Indie oh, that's Sean thing. Phillips. Yes. <laughs> you would you guys rather? Would you guys rather star in a Ua Bowl movie or wipe Michael J.'s mama's vagina? <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Well, having done it, I'd, I'd say I'd rather start an Uva Bowl film. Would you guys rather have a cameo in a Paul W.S. Anderson film or wipe Michael J.'s mama's vagina? <laughs> Paul W.S. Anderson. Man, please. this is getting dark. <laughs> yeah. Mike, is this the type of content you wanted? Is this what you wanted me on the show for? Yes, please. Um, You need to listen to like the first half hour when this gets posted. Um, okay. Because Cody uh, really, uh, um, let, let's put it this way, I almost died several times. Um, I got to a point where I tasted blood in my throat. Oh, gross. Because I was coughing and laughing so hard. So, yeah. The fuck were you doing, Cody? Cody, do it again. <laughs> I, I don't know if I have any more in me. Uh, about the 11 kids. 11. Uh, I'm, 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 i am i am i uh, with with the southern accent a bit, okay. Uh, mixed with a bit of a speech impediment, and okay. then then perfection. Okay, so let me give this a try. Well, my gosh, I tell you what, Mike, I'm just gonna go drink me a couple of beers, and I got honey. 
Tell those kids to go to bed. I'm fucking Cody Robinson. I'm from the Texas South, and I'm on beer number 1700. And you go, Mike, Mike, don't you go wipe your mama's vagina no more. We don't do that here in Texas. You know what I'm saying, Mike? <laughs> well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, my phone's ringing. Wait, wait. Oh, uh, Jeff Dunham just called. He wants his puppet back, Cody. <laughs> I think you totally killed. I think you killed Michael J. This time. Yeah. Well, he told me. He said, "If you're gonna come on to Raven and Red, that's all I want you to do. Just do the Cody Robinson impersonation. That's all I want you to fucking do." Did he say Rosebud? Did he say Rosebud? Rosebud. And then listen, guys, if you get in a conversation with Michael J. over here, he takes fucking forever to get his point across from you, right? He gets on the phone with you and he's like, well, um, let me tell you right now, I, uh, tonight on Rabbit and Red, uh, I'm just, I'm, we're gonna record around, uh, 11.15 and, uh... And that means, and that means we'll record around 1.30-ish, yeah, you know? I, if I don't fall asleep and uh, have to go wipe my mama and, and take care of everything around <laughs> here, and, uh, I got to get more content on my 24-7 Pandora channel, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm so tired of people just not creating content for me. Rabbit and Red's my baby, you know. Breathe, <laughs> Michael. Is this what it looked like when Michael J. was being born? Like, what the fuck? I don't get on video calls with Michael J. when we're doing Tales from the Crips. This is probably a good reason why. This is why we need to get the Speaking of video calls, by the way, I didn't know if you noticed, Cody, but I I did wear the cowboy hat for you tonight. Yes! I I appreciate that, Cody Robinson. That's a nice kid. I did notice as soon as I got on the call, you just you had to take your headphones off real quick and put that cowboy hat on. I did. I did. Just for you, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Little did I know that Michael J's mom had shit in it first. <laughs> well, dude, I'm afraid I, to I, take I, it off now. I went to go sit in my wheelchair the other night, and Michael J's mom shit in my wheelchair. I damn. <sighs> So, the way Michael J's choking right now, I think she might have shit in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> at least at least Mike's not deep throating his own microphone like he did on the first episode of Tales from the Crips. My God. I'm gonna puke. Or any other episode of any show he's ever been on. Yeah. He keeps saying, well, uh, I got to create content for my uh, Spotify channel, but uh, I fall asleep too damn early to record anything. That's what Michael J. does. <laughs> hey, Mike, you should get, you should put on like a wig or something, you know? You got that cone head type of uh, skull. Some kind of wig. People did yeah, say you that I was an egghead. I vote for the time. mullet. I don't I mean, your... hear from mullet anymore. Mm. Listen, Mike, your mama's half dead anyway, right? Mm. Just get shave her head bald and take her fucking hair. Yeah, that's possible. 
Actually, no, she's she's balding too, so that's not oh. going to work. <clears throat> On her head or between her legs? You would um, know. Well, no, between the legs is already gone, but... Um... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's disturbing that It's disturbing that you know that. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't have a choice. Um, are, you, are you the one that shaved it for her? Um, God, no. Um, I, I really <laughs> don't know what caused it, but um, yeah. Okay, um, moving on. Well, <laughs> That's enough of that subject. Oh, God, I have Harper really bad. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> as, as Vince McMahon would say, this is such good shit. <laughs> is that what he would say, really? I don't, I don't know. This is, this, is good. this is good for ratings. Yeah. Such good <sighs> shit, man. Uh, no, what's best for business? Mm. What's best? <sighs> Mike. Having me on the show on Raven Red is this best for business? Oh, I don't know. I just I just coughed up some of my coffee milkshake from before the show, and now I taste coffee milkshake in my throat. So I don't enjoy it all over again. Oh, That's gross. God. It's what's best for the show. Oh. Yeah. Oh fuck. So Mike. So, Mike, I should go ahead and tell you right here live on Rabbit and Red that uh, I, I won't be recording with you this weekend because I got better things to do, a.k.a. going to the fucking titty bar. Oh, you're doing that. Yeah, I'm going to the titty bar this this weekend. When is that happening? That's Saturday night. Oh, well, then we could still do Friday, maybe. Yeah, we could do, we could do Friday as long as I'm not fucking around with someone's wife on Friday night, you know? Oh, you know. You gotta watch him. Yeah. Hey, Cody, how old is your wife? Old enough to know better. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, buddy. If she's, like, any older than 29, then I'm not interested. Oh, well, I'm safe then. She's okay. 32. Yeah. She's 32? Yeah. Oh, and you guys got kids together, don't you? We do not. Oh, you do not? No. no. I have kids, she has kids. Oh, <laughs> I forget. It's like six and five, or six and six, or something like that. I I don't keep up with them really. You don't keep up with them, just like you don't keep up with the amount of beers that you and that you take in. No, of course not. No, only alcoholics count. <laughs> Wait a minute. How old are you? Uh, I again, I stopped counting on that too. Okay. Uh, the, the my balls hang. My balls bounce off my knees when I walk. I mean, okay. uh, I assume I'm getting up there. I'm gonna guess you in your maybe your early forties. Yeah, very early forties. Very okay. <laughs> forty-one. That's what I'm gonna guess. Yeah, I, I will be forty-one this year. Yes, sir. I am fucking proud of you for getting yourself a woman that's damn near a decade younger than you. That's what I, man. You 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 just spark confidence in me. Other Cody, uh, that's what I want. I want to find me a woman that is ten years younger than me, and preferably with no burden babies. Because let's be honest, women with kids are fucking gross. I can. Anyway. <clears throat> oh, oh, hey, hey, and and please, we're friends now. You you don't have to call me other code Cody. You can call me uh, other crippled Cody. <laughs> oh, yeah, a, a different a different disability Cody. <laughs> Oh, mainly mentally, but uh, yeah. As me and Mike and Rob were talking about earlier, I mean, I'm 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 colorblind. I'm deaf in one ear. I'm flat-footed. Uh, uh, I got a bad heart. I mean, if that helps. 
Uh, yeah, but that's probably because you have so many damn kids in your life, though. Yeah, they'll do it. And yeah. a couple ex-wives. Yeah, they'll do it. How it's many ex-wives do you have? Uh, just two. Okay. <laughs> just two, you guys. Just two. No. Are you still? Are you still? Are you still friends with them? Are you still friends with them? Uh, I you know what? I'm a pretty easy to get along with guy. So, uh, yeah, uh, that it's a, it's the thing. Divorce. Most most women take that the wrong way. Uh huh. Especially they they don't get out of it what they want out of it, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm crippled, so I don't I don't get into serious relationships. I just throw them the cash, and they give me the ass. You know what I'm saying? You lucky bastard. There's a sound bite for your intro, Mike, right there. Oh, there's no editing for this, so there won't be an intro sound bite. <clears throat> no, uh, Mike, you need to isolate that and put it on your soundboard. And, that, uh, well, that I will randomly do. play yes. that during the episode. That I yeah. will do. That I will definitely do. I will yeah. isolate it for sure. So, what, what was the uh, topics that was discussed tonight? I feel like I've come in at the ass end of the episode, right? This is the last segment. Sure, this is where we usually do the news, if anybody would actually look up the news. Oh. Um, let's see. Um, 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 I don't know. My, my, my head hurts too bad at the moment. <laughs> <clears throat> Has anybody watched Army of the Dead yet? Uh, I don't have a desire to see it. Uh, yeah, me neither. Me neither. Okay, nobody's watched Army of the Dead yet. Did you watch it? <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> I bet you have. Uh, no, uh, but I, I will. I will. Oh. Uh, I, I am a big enough fan of Don the Dead that I'll let myself be disappointed by Army of the Dead. Uh, by Dawn of the Dead, I, I mean the remake. Uh, of course, I love the Romero original. Uh, but uh, I, I enjoyed Snyder's remake. Oh, I will say that, yeah, the remake of Dawn of the Dead is a great movie. Or, yeah, I said that right. Remake of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, Ed, that is a good movie. What else did he do? Did he do Slither, or was that someone else? That was... Uh, no, Slither was James Gunn. Yes. Oh, okay. Slither was great, though. But yeah. Uh, he, yeah, Snyder got in. Well, Man of Steel, which I was not a big fan of. Um, and man, he just in the superhero genre. I, I just, wow, he's been kind of bland. Not terrible, but <clears throat> bland. I, in my I personally, I personally am only a fan of DC's animated movies. See, I, I really know. haven't got into those. Uh, I I just haven't got around to them. Not not that I haven't wanted to, but uh, uh, I I saw part of uh, oh that uh, the Killing Joke, uh, the Batman one uh, where they got Mark Hamill back to do the voice of uh, the Joker, and I, I really enjoyed what I watched of that. Yeah, I was just gonna say like don't let the and the fact that it's animated uh fool you like it's not for kids like these animated movies are in, in a lot of ways are more mature than even the live action films are but and uh and i hear they're bringing back batman the animated series which i loved as a kid in the 90s yeah um 
I, I guess they're not remaking that specifically. They're making a new Batman animated series. I think it's going to be called The Caped Crusader. I think that's what it's called. Oh, God. Let's hope they don't shit all over it like they have uh, a lot of the uh, 90s cartoons, like they did uh, DuckTales and Muppet Babies uh, with the reboots of them, make them like preschool bull- bullshit. Well, the, the, the thing that kind of worries people is uh, one of the producers... One of the producers is uh, J.J. Abrams. Oh, no. <clears throat> and that, that that's worrying some people. Um, uh, now, he's a talented director. I mean, he's he, he understands story. I mean, and I'm not even going to give him shit about the Star Wars uh, films because I, I enjoyed The Force Awakens. I, I took it for what it was. And then what he inherited, the mess he inherited with the uh, Rise of Skywalker, uh, I feel like he he didn't do terrible. He could have done he could have done worse. Right. He, um, he tried to do he tried to do as much fan service as he could, and you know I'll I'll give him a break on that. Yeah, like, I don't, like, when I heard that, I really didn't care. What The only thing I cared about was that Bruce Tim is back on to, to produce. And, you know, he created the, he co-created the original Batman animated series from the 90s. So it's like, as long as he's on it, on board with all this, like, yeah, it could be, it could be good. Especially with how mature they can make the show now versus how many restrictions they had back then with the original animated series. Yeah, because I mean, back then, adult cartoons, uh, aside from uh, aside from Japanese anime, really were not a thing in the states. Right. Um, I mean, the guys... closest thing that we had to that was maybe the X Men animated series. You remember that? Yeah, that was a good show too. Except for the Jubilee character, I didn't like her at all. Did you uh did you guys watch Gargoyles at all as kids? Oh god, I love Gargoyles. That's another one that has a lot of mature themes in it. And see, and that's the thing. <laughs> I hate to keep going back to this, but you know, you look at animated shows from all those years ago and even those shows were so uh, sophisticated and have good mature long-term storytelling. And again, today's world of WWE can't even fucking do that shit. <laughs> god. As long as we're on the subject of uh, animated shows, I mean, as far as the perfect blend of mixing uh, adult-themed and uh, still appealing to the uh, younger audience, I mean, Tiny Toons, for God's sake, Spielberg's Tiny Toons, I mean, I go back and watch that now with my kids, I'm like, holy shit, how did I not catch all this shit whenever I was like 12? This this is fucking riddled with fucking adult humor. Wait, your kids or your wife's kids? Uh, mainly my kids. I don't know if I've watched them with the. Uh, I I have me between me and and the missus. We have kids from three to ten. It was me and whichever kid fetched me a beer that day. Or everyone got me a beer. Sit down beside me. <laughs> Yeah, let's put on some of them tiny tunes by that Spielbergy. <laughs> hey, have you guys ever watched Batman Beyond? You know, I never did. I'm familiar with the I, series. What it come out like in the 2000s, right? Came out in '99, and it got a little bigger in 2000. Oh, what happened? What happened? Yeah, what happened? 
Where? Did I do that? We right? lost. We lost Mike. Oh, you didn't. You lost me. No, you didn't. Did you? No, we didn't hear you. We Maybe. can't see you. Keep it that way, Mike. Oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Where the hell is? Hmm, are we still? Are we still recording? Oh yeah, we're recording. Okay. <clears throat> we're definitely recording. But yeah, uh, Batman Beyond was a great show. And that's another one you could go back and watch it now. And it's, yeah, it was suitable for kids, but it had mature adult storytelling in it for sure. Uh, do you think, uh, let me ask you this, do you think that's the route they're going to go with uh, bringing Keaton back in the new Flash movie? Maybe having him be the older Batman? I think they're testing the waters. You know, they have their own thing that they're doing with him coming back in the Flash movie, their own storyline and their own reason for that. But I do think this is going to be like the catalyst for, you know, maybe letting him be old man Bruce Wayne. Because, yeah, if they're going to do a Batman Beyond live action movie, they have got to have Michael Keaton as old man Bruce Wayne. Because I don't know if you guys know this. I'm sorry. I don't know if you guys know this, but... Um, Kevin Conroy, who voices Batman from the animated series, he came and did a live-action thing in the DC crossover event on the CW a couple of years ago. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he played like an old, grumpy version of Bruce Wayne. And, man, he's got the voice down, Pat, but he does not look like a, a Batman or Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Oh, ooh, that's a funny one. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Batman just froze Cody. <laughs> you talk shit on Batman, he freezes your ass. Did you see his face? Oh, my God. Did you see him? Did you see his face? Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh oh, did we lose him? I think I think I was gone for a minute. Oh, oh there god. he is. Cody, holy fuck. Uh, did you see your face? Oh my god, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. What, me or other Cody? Your face. What your what was face. my face? <laughs> you look like you were getting like a blowjob, like you were looking like <laughs> <laughs> What? Well, like, because I, I got disconnected and I, I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. So. You're like, you're like, you're like, you're like mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. well, I was sitting, I'm sitting here talking and everything just goes blank and I'm like, I thought my fucking camera was off, so yeah, I must have made a weird a face or something. <laughs> well, I'm glad I gave Mike his content tonight. Yeah, Mike. Mike should use that. Mike should use that Facebook to promote. <laughs> Did my face freeze or something, or did, could you just see me the whole time, or what? No, no, you froze. You froze, but you had this fucking look on your face, like holy shit. Oh, oh my god, dude, you were like, you were like. I, 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 I can see it now. He's going to use that face to promote this episode now. I can see I, I it now. I, could, I, yeah. wish, I wish I could get that face. I really do. Holy fuck. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. 
Oh, oh I've fuck. already got the episode, episode title in mind. Uh, well, oh. I'm going to try to mimic that face. I'll try to do my impression of that face, and we'll put it, uh, put it side by side, and we'll call this episode A Tale of Two Cody's. <laughs> there you go. Uh, is he going to puke? <laughs> somebody, somebody call 911. Oh, they'd have to get, they'd have to get through the uh, hoarder's house to get to him. Oh god! Oh shit! Shit! <clears throat> shit! Shit! Fuck! Oh. Mike, is your family hoarders? No, just me. Ooh. Oh, okay, just you. Yeah. If you see all the shit that I have here, it's like what the fuck, man? Really, what the fuck? Oh. If you see all the shit I've got here, it's like what the fuck, man? <laughs> Oh, oh shit! I, I, oh, I, I completely misinterpreted that, Mike. I thought you meant that uh, you were the only thing. When you said just you, I thought you meant you were the only thing that they hoarded. Uh, like you were the only thing that the only shit they needed to throw out. Oh, yeah. God. Oh god. Let's kill the puking hoarder. Oh fuck! Oh god, I can't do it. There he goes. You see how your face looked right there? That's where your face froze like before. I'm like, fuck yeah, like that kind of. Except you look more like you were out of it, like you were stoned or something. Hey, I think he's going to jerk off to that picture tonight, by the way. I think he's jerking off already. I hear it. Get up, you kids! Go to bed with Mike's jerking off! <laughs> God damn, when, when Mike's laughing hysterically, he's the one that looks disabled, huh? <laughs> this is this is why shit, twitch, shit, shit. Yeah, the- you got to change the name of your uh, we show now. Stop, guys! I think we might have killed him. <laughs> if Mike dies, who's taking over Rabbit and Red? Is that when you think John Rhodes oh, will want to come not back? Not it! Not it! Uh. Oh, what happened? <laughs> Where? Who? I missed. Hey, Mike! If you die, are you gonna let that one guy that you were feuding with take Rabbit and Red back so wholeheartedly? Uh, who's that? I don't know that other guy that that has the Raven and Red Facebook page that you feuded oh, with there for a little Rich. bit. What was his name? Rich. Uh, Rich? Uh, no, never. Was it Rich? Yeah, no, never. He's 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 out. He's out. He's out on that one. Um. Oh, oh my God! I I just I fucking my head. Oh my God! My head. I I think. Oh God! I gotta. I gotta. Oh my God! Where the hell is my face? Um. Hold on. Um. <laughs> it, it should be on your head. On your face. <laughs> oh my god. You know, Mike, we, me and you, I should just, like, make specially, fa- uh, specially made faces just for you so you can make new artwork for us. Well, no, I'll do that for Cody because, well, yeah, I do need more faces of you for more crypts things, but... <clears throat> yeah. Oh god. Yes, make more faces... <laughs> Send me pictures. Yeah, please. Is this is this, is this English? Oh, <laughs> God, <I'm... laughs> Mike doesn't laugh. 
Mike doesn't laugh as a normal person, and when he laughs, he just goes. <laughs> That's what you do, Mike. <laughs> and then you get all like you you have a seizure. Shit. 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 Oh god, I can't. I can't. Oh my god, my throat. Oh fucking a. I gotta. Oh my god, guys, this is Mike Sankovich. I'm I'm too old for this. <laughs> I gotta start this because I I can't I I my my I can't I can't I can't I I take us out I I don't even know what to say Cody Michael survives take us out Cody I don't know what to say well for all of us here Rabbit and Red thanks for joining us Uh, Cody Rob it's been a blast. Hopefully we can all four be on here again sometime soon and uh, talk more about uh, Mike's mom's vagina, you know. So uh, until next time, keep your vaginas clean, folks. Thanks for having me. still here go home well fuck that was a disaster
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.